It's open line Friday, and you know what that means. Will it be weather? Will it be science? Will it be faith? Why? Because it's Friday. Who doesn't like Friday, right? I'm not sure, but I can tell you this. It will be fun. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and periodically some interesting off-topic episodes. Most of the time we do those on Open Line Friday. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast. I'm Ray Bornier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 540 for Friday. And it's the last Friday of June, and it's the last day of June, June 30th, 2023. And this episode of Weather Jazz is brought to you by the great folks at Rise and Dine in Chesterland. Hey, listen, there's no better way to start the weekend, especially going into the 4th of July, than... Maybe to treat yourself to a new place. If you've never been to Rise and Dine, you owe it to yourself to come for the experience. Just reading the menu will verify the fact that you've made a wise decision. It is located in downtown Chesterland. It's on the southeast corner of routes 306 and 322, and it's in the southeast corner south of the standalone CVS in the plaza. Easy to find Better still is the company that awaits you when you go. It's like one big happy family. You get to know some new people. You sit around, you chat, you dine on breakfast, brunch, or lunch. They're open 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Monday, which means that they have Tuesday off. And this year, guess what? July 4th falls on Tuesday. So they'll be taking the 4th of July off. But you can start the weekend off on a right note. This holiday weekend upcoming by sampling some of their fare. Some of my favorites include green eggs and ham. Don't worry, the eggs are not green. The green comes from the spinach in this egg scramble. Also, the Hercules is always a very good one that I pick from time to time. That's where they load your plate up with gyro meat and eggs. Very, very good. And by the way, on Sundays, they always have Eggs Benedict as one of the specials. That's on Sunday only. So if you're open on Sunday, come for a visit. That's Rise and Dine Restaurant in downtown Chestland. Okay, it's Open Line Friday. And uh, actually, I was just chatting with our weather team, Dante Jones and Mackenzie Bart. Since they're all caught up on Weather Jazz episodes, and yes, they do listen. Not only Mackenzie and Dante, but Ken Carmen, our sports guy, a dedicated fan to Weather Jazz. By the way, if you'd like to hear Ken Carmen as one of my guests on Open Line Friday, make sure you let him know, because I would love to have him on. And he says, no, 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 I am just a fan. I respect that. But maybe, just maybe, if you tell him that you would like to hear him on Weather Jazz as just a fun interview and a fun time to sit back, kick back, and relax, 
Well, that would be a whole lot of fun, but let him know. Let him know. Of course, he's going to hear this and maybe later give me a hard time about this, but that's okay. That's what Open Line Friday is all about. So we were chatting. That would be Dante and Mackenzie and myself, and uh, they were asking me what I was going to do for Open Line Friday. And I scratched my head because I hadn't really thought about it. And I said, I don't know. And frequently, those are the ones that turn out to be the best episodes. But this morning, I woke up and I thought, okay, what am I going to do for weather jazz? And I still was coming up empty. But I did have a task to get to. So I thought, okay, I'll mull it over as I'm out on my deck. You see, I'm out on the deck this summer a lot. It has become my exercise. We've had a uh, roughly a 20 by 20 uh, wood deck in the back for 23 years, and the wood is 23 years old. It's real wood. It's not composite. You see, back 23 years ago, putting composite wood down was not something that was very common at all. It was tough to find, and it was very, very expensive. Well, since then, the price of composite, while still expensive, probably about two times that of regular wood, uh, it has come down a little bit. Not only that, the variety in colors and patterns and the the way that it just looks uh, has really increased quite a bit. So 23 years after 23 years of staining, and trying to prevent the wood from drying out and splintering, it just got to be too much. There were boards starting to peel away from the joists. And not only that, the boards that were in direct sunlight for a long time simply couldn't be stained without essentially seeing that stain disappear. Basically, it was gray, a very, very gray in the sunny areas, and it was a little bit better in some of the shady areas of the deck, but uh, it just needed replacing. So I thought, I'm going to do this myself. So I went out to to various lumber places, uh, checked out what was available for composite, and uh, came up with one that I really, really like. And maybe I'll share some photos on weatherjazz.com at some point in time. But I was just talking with Sally today, my wife, and uh, looking at the boards. I put in two more today. We have a total of uh, 11 boards out of 42 that need replacing. So we're coming up on essentially 25% or a quarter of the deck done now, uh, which is, and we're really getting the flavor of what the deck is going to look like. And quite frankly, I was taking a chance uh, doing it myself. I'd never done deck work other than 36 years ago. And I assisted my father-in-law in in building his deck out in the backyard where they lived at the time. And uh, so while I had a little bit of experience behind me, I was willing to learn. And of course, these days, all you have to do is look on YouTube If you run into any issues or problems, and you can usually get some pretty solid sound advice from people who know how to do it by watching videos. It's really just a fascinating thing. 
one of the better things that uh, YouTube is known for, uh, as well as all of the, the other uh, video platforms like Rumble and others as well. Anyway, I digress. We're starting to get the flavor of what the deck is going to look like. I like what I see. And what I really like about the new composites nowadays is that they are digitally printed and sealed in a random fashion in the sense that uh, if, if you had natural boards, they are never, ever the same. Well, these new composites are randomly printed in a way that they resemble real wood. Uh, and so, again, I'll share some pictures perhaps as I begin to approach the finality of the project and you get a better sense as to what it would look like. And maybe a before after too, that would be kind of fun. So I spent nearly three hours doing that, trying to come up with something for weather jazz. And when I was done, put all the tools away, ready for lunch, I still didn't have anything. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, let me look online. Aha! I do have something to talk about now because uh, two things popped up. The first was that when I came in, uh, first of all, I'm glad I did most of my work on the deck uh, before noon because it's starting to get humid. So I checked the dew point, and sure enough, the dew points are beginning to increase. Now, yesterday, on um, Thursday evening, the dew point at Chicago's O'Hare Airport hit 75. That is excessively humid. We have yet to see the dew point hit 70 at Hopkins Airport this year yet. However, it's climbing this afternoon. We currently have a dew point as of this recording, midday, of 66, Cleveland, Mansfield, Lorraine, and Lost Nation Airport in Willoughby. 65, that's moderately humid. Akron Canton Airport, Youngstown, and Worcester. And 68 at Toledo. So it's approaching 70, which is tropical at Toledo. And it is tropical at Cincinnati, Cincinnati Airport, as of noontime today, the dew point, 72. Will we see a dew point of 72 here in the Northeast Ohio area this afternoon? Well, I think it'll probably stay a little under. I'm looking at my weather cluster here in the Weather Jazz studio. Outside the dew point here, 67. So uh, it is markedly humid, without a doubt. It is just a couple of notches below tropical We'll see if we uh, will hit those tropical notes as we head into the weekend. A very little chance of precipitation this afternoon. It should stay nominal until we get into tonight and Saturday. We have a stationary boundary, which will set up shop here in the Ohio Valley, both Saturday and Sunday. And we will see waves of showers and thunderstorms between Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the way it's looking right now in terms of computer modeling, I would suspect that during the maximum daytime heating on Saturday, we'll round out the best chance of showers and thunderstorms bubbling up along the front. However, there appears to be uh, in the propagation of that front, which is going to be stationary in Ohio, uh, another round of thunderstorms. It looks like computer modeling 
is suggesting Sunday morning when we wake up that we will see a pretty decent cluster of thunderstorms coming through, uh, as well as potentially Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening as well. So it's not a washout weekend by any stretch. However, if you have any plans, make sure that you keep your umbrella handy if you live in the Ohio Valley and you're listening to me anywhere in Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Michigan, and or Southern Ontario. Okay, I have one more topic to discuss with you before we wrap things up and get ready for the weekend, and that would be our sun. Something is happening on our sun that is truly remarkable. You see, in the last 48 hours, a very, very large sunspot emerged and is now pointed straight at Earth. The sunspot actually has a name. Most of the solar scientists name sunspots, not like hurricanes, not with names that you would hear people addressing each other, but rather there are a series of numbers and letters, and they have some significance, and maybe that's a subject for another time on Weather Jazz. But the one that I want to talk about is the one which is smack dab in the center of the solar disk facing the Earth right now. That sunspot is AR as an Alpha Romeo 3354. I have a picture of it on weatherjazz.com, episode number 540. What makes this sunspot remarkable is the fact that it is 10 times larger than Earth. You can essentially fit 10 Earths inside this sunspot. Now, it came into view on June the 27th, just a couple of days ago, and it took only 48 hours to blossom from a little speck into the monstrosity that it is right now. I'll also be putting a time lapse of this sequence over the last two days on weatherjazz.com, episode 540. So just below the image, you should see an animating time lapse of this coming into view over the course of the last two days. Really amazing stuff. Now, it is pointing straight at Earth, and solar scientists believe that it could release a CME right in our direction. They're watching it. It hasn't done it yet, but when you see a sunspot of that magnitude, of that size, and of that intensity, in all probability, it's going to hurl some energy right at Earth, which would then take a day or two to reach us. When it does, we have the potential of seeing some northern lights in much of the area. But again, that hasn't happened yet. If it does, I'll make sure to let you know right here on Weather Jazz when we reconvene uh, on Monday and or Tuesday. I say that because this is a quick little tease for next week. I plan on having a Monday release of Weather Jazz for Meteorological Monday, especially if this sunspot acts up and sends something our way so that you would be aware and you can keep an eye in the skies at night, potentially for the northern lights. Again, that hasn't happened yet, but it may. So stay on top of that. Another great website that you might want to 
keep an eye on would be spaceweather.com. There you can keep tabs on what's happening with the sun and with any activity that this sunspot would release and send towards Earth. But I'm also planning a release on the 4th of July, Tuesday, a special edition of Weather Jazz, which will focus on a patriotic theme. I'll just leave it at that. I think you're going to find it enlightening as well as lift you up into a patriotic sense of appreciation for this country. I still have a couple of questions that somebody submitted to the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. I think I'll tackle those on Monday. So if you recently called the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line, and that's 234-525-5888, I will be addressing your questions on Monday. So make sure that you are tuning into Weather Jazz as we head into the 4th of July. Of course, that'll be 3rd of July, Meteorological Monday with a special planned July 4th release, a patriotic look at the United States and uh, something kind of special. Make sure to watch for it right here on Weather Jazz. Do you have a question or topic suggestion? Make sure you send me your email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. I have already mentioned the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line to 3452558888. And I hope to hear from you either via email or maybe the sound of your voice. That's always fun. The weekend is here. Get ready. It'll be a little unstable. So keep an eye on the Doppler weather radar wherever you're at, but especially in the Ohio Valley. It looks a little active. Not a total washout. There'll be some periods where the sun comes out and it's warm and it's humid, but there'll be periods or clusters or waves of showers and thunderstorms too. We need the rain. That's a good thing. We're still trying to recover from that 21-day stretch of very, very dry weather, but uh, things are coming along. All right. uh, Happy end of June. And let me tell you now for tomorrow, happy July. And we'll see you on Monday, Meteorological Monday, July 3rd, right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.